No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it wrong. Podcast can take mature content. The few some expressed by the host and announcer. Those are the hosts. Discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on places where you can find people having sex on the internet. The Smagging Raw Podcast. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. And if you guys could see what has now become a pre-show ritual for Katie and I as the intro runs, who uh <clears throat> She is my co-host, host of the Sheely Showcase, Inside the Mind Up, In the Crowd, and Story Time with Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. Hello. I gotta, I gotta add, I gotta add getting off to that now too, in in the run of things. Um, yeah. As I said before, if you guys are just tuning in, uh, Vince will be with us eventually. Uh, he is uh, wedding shopping right now. Uh, has been since four o'clock, so I don't blame him if he didn't show up. Because that's seven fucking hours with Jesus. your fiance and her best friend shopping for wedding shit, and I might blow my brains out. Um, wow, wow. It, as someone who's been through wedding, unless you like really, really enjoy the wedding planning side, and like it's not just a dictatorship of what your wife, yeah, wants, seven hours is a lot. I mean, seven hours is a lot, seven hours, yeah, yeah. Um, how you been, Katie? I'm good. I'm all right. Your breathing still kind of sucks, but you know, it's fine. I saw you got back in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like for- it was cold and gross outside for like three months. I was like, I'm not going when it, the weather's bad. And then I got bronchitis. And now I'm like, I was like, oh, I think I'm good. And then I was only there for like an hour. And I was like, I could hear myself wheezing. I was like, I gotta go home. Fuck this. I'm done. If you guys aren't following uh Katie Rasslin 13 Rasslin on uh the Twitters, um, you've been missing quite a time. She's she's been having a good time. She's back to the thirst traps and things. So uh yeah, if he dies, he her. dies. That's all I gotta say. Go go support her <laughs> and the things that she is doing. Uh, and go check out her over at the She Lead Showcase on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. Drop them a sub. Um, <clears throat> speaking of all of those things. I want to thank everyone who is joining us live with you or joining us at twitch.tv slash creation world where if you have amazon prime you have prime gaming if you have prime gaming you get a free sub every month when you le- link your prime gaming account to your twitch account there okay. you go got it yeah words mouth <laughs> link the two accounts you get a free sub every month give it to us you can give it to katie you can give it to will over at rivet city radio any of your favorite content creators please support those of us who are here doing the job for you coming to entertain you uh for you know the people that i bring on and forced to tell me at least 10 times a show whether they spit or swallow and what it is they'd like to spit or swallow um all of those things or me for 
constantly getting new people on to spit or swallow for your enjoyment. Whatever it is that you want to support, please go support them because it costs you absolutely nothing. You're already paying for Amazon Prime. You guys can also be checking this out at youtube.com slash creation world where it is free to like, to subscribe, to comment. Katie, what does that do? Boost the algorithm and up find new listeners. Oh, Tino's here. I'm going to be doing a show with Tino soon, too. What up, Tino? Um, yes, it boosts the algorithm, helps us find new listeners, which is very important to me, ladies and gentlemen, not just because I, I do this and I've been doing it for seven years and I like to think I'm decent at it. Uh, but there's 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 this thing about me you guys might not know if you guys are just tuning in. Uh, Katie, what am I? A whore. <laughs> for your likes, for your comments, for your views, for your listens. Nothing gets me harder than your attention. So please give me as much attention as possible. Get me as hard as you can and uh, come enjoy the show. And if you like getting me hard, maybe some of your loved ones would like to get me hard too. So why don't you share me around with them? Let them experience how hard I can get, how hard we go here on Smack and Raw, and get a fucking laugh out of them like Katie's struggling not to do <laughs> now. Um, Gross. <laughs> we do got to beat the dang algorithm. Uh, so do all of that. Support us and support our friends. We've had Tino on. We've had Will on. We've had Apron Bump on. Three great people who are in the chat right now. Uh, no, you cannot get me soft. I don't come soft. Double on time, <laughs> all right with all of that said katie take it over uh, listen i'm gonna be honest i only have two things and the same two things that i had on she elite and they're both a little, little uh espresso depresso if you will okay because uh, two legends if you will uh passed away this past week one being Oli Anderson, who apparently is not Arn Anderson's brother or related to Arn Anderson in any way, shape, or form. Correct. That's what that's what Will told me in my chat, and I was blown away. I said, "No way, that's crazy." But again, I don't know any of that wrestling shit from back in the day because I'm young. Yeah, no, it it, it was definitely kind of like the Kane and Undertaker brother situation. It definitely wasn't a um... biological brother situation. See, but like it'd be a lot cooler if like Kane and Undertaker were like really brothers. <laughs> yes and no. Like, like I don't know, Jacobs. just well, yeah, Glenn Jacobs is an actual piece of fucking shit. <laughs> like before we knew he was a piece of shit, you know. Politically. Could be could be a real person like could be in his daily life too. Um, yeah, so Ollie Anderson passed, and then uh Pennsylvania native. He was he was living in I think Monroeville, uh, which isn't that far from me. Virgil sadly passed away that sucks he he just seemed like such a nice man he had a lot of health problems towards the end he was 61 that sucks not to not to not to take away from the sadness because yes rest in peace virgil um and again thoughts and prayers to the families of virgil and ole anderson rest in peace Mm ole as well um didn't get us a point on our deadpool Either of them. Now there's one man and one man only I need off my list. I'm just saying, if someone's going to go, at least give me a point, right? And Virgil, uh, Vincent in WCW. Um, mm-hmm. So did, do you know the... Obviously, Vincent was Vince McMahon, right? That they He worked for the Million Dollar Man, came over, they called him Vincent. But he was Virgil in WWE because... Virgil is Dusty Rhodes' real name, and he was the booker at the time. What? Yeah. 
what the fuck? I love learning new things in wrestling. <laughs> so I don't know that. Shots, they've been firing shots for fucking ever back and forth. This is not a new thing between WWE and AEW. Um, so yes, rest in peace, them. Uh, it, it is sad news. Uh, I guess we should talk about it since we're here. Um, King of the Fuck Boys, Matthew Riddle, uh, my arch nemesis, went on Ariel Hawani's show mm-hmm. and discussed his release from WWE and with zero remorse said that he got busted for doing cocaine numerous at times. At a, well, not just at a strip club. So the first time he said he went to the strip club, he did cocaine. Mm-hmm. And that the way WWE tests is sometimes they test at the end of the month, sometimes they test at the beginning. So they test him at the end of one month and the beginning of the next. And because it was back to back like that, they kind of let that one slide. And he's like, all right, I fucked up. I'll be good. And he's like, and then I waited until like the heat died down. And then I went and I did it again. And I got caught again. And like no remorse for the fact that he just threw away an opportunity that thousands of people would kill for to have that he was given. Um, I'm listen. I'm not against uh, the use uh, of illicit substances necessarily. Um, I know there are some things in America that are illegal that shouldn't be. Uh, I don't think cocaine is one of those, uh, whether it is recreational or not, or just for, you know, like I know I saw a lot of people like, oh, he's a real one for that and blah, blah, blah. And oh, cocaine's not that bad. I, I disagree because like if you take marijuana, right, and you mm-hmm. break it down and you like extract from it, you get CBD. CBD is used for like, medicine and shit like that what do you do it, when you do things to co- crack you get crack when you alter <laughs> cocaine that's what you get um <clears throat> for all you crackhead karens out there so like not the same thing it's no. it's not um Mm-mm. i've been on the uh hashtag ritter over riddle campaign for a while and uh fuck matt riddle and uh i listen more pr- like i've always said he's not my type of white people and it's because of this whole the whole thing Stephen Will said, as a recreal, recreational narcotics user, cocaine is one of those don't do this type of drugs. And I'm not, listen, I've done it. I've done it once off a titty. I did one time. Not, did not even going to sit here and pretend like I've never tried it. I tried it. It's not for me. Uh, I will but, say on record, I have never tried it, nor will I ever. So there's a lot of things you can get to do when boobs are involved that's all i'm gonna say um i mean his titties that's why but i've been on the fuck matt riddle train for a while he's not my kind of white people and this is exactly why and it's not because he did cocaine it's the lack of remorse for his actions Mm -hmm. the fact that he basically intentionally fucked up such a good thing like there were people that loved him that were behind him if he had done the right thing and not not fucked around he probably eventually much to my dismay would have been world champion but he gives me that that always got the vibe that he's one of those guys who does fucked up shit to people and then he's just like which is that Mm -hmm. stupid fucking pose that he does like oh well sorry i fucked your wife like that kind of shit (laughs) and trust me i'm sure he's that guy i'm sure he's fucked a few people's wives he's just like sorry bro um I don't know. He's not my type of people. So, uh, yeah, no. that happened. And fuck Matt Riddle. Yeah, I just don't. I've never liked him as a human being. So, like, I was just, like, not about it. Not my type of white people at all. I do. 
have on good authority that he's moving to Arizona ASAP. So already looking for houses, <laughs> specifically Phoenix. We'll talk about it. Well, specifically Glendale. Yeah. Glen Glendale, Arizona was where it was. Well, he said Glendale's near Phoenix and Phoenix is blah, 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 blah. So specifically yeah. Phoenix. Well, it's because Glendale didn't get a pop and Phoenix did. So <laughs> who's ever heard of Glendale, Arizona before last night? I don't think I've ever heard Glendale, Arizona before. I might have, but I don't know in what context I would have. Nah. I don't know. I know useless information. Leave me alone. Hey, no, I, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, <clears throat> Well, <clears throat> we've covered, uh, cocaine use we we've covered deaths i guess it's time to do the fun part of the show and spit or swallow <laughs> katie yeah spit or swallow um where do i want to start that's the thing <clears throat> i'm gonna swallow the street fight tag team match on monday night raw the new day coming out in the jeans and the the hockey jerseys as you do because street fights Taking on Imperium. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't I don't trust what Matt's doing. Anyways, um it was a good match. I I'm a little sad that New Day lost. But and like again, a part of me is just like hoping this is just some ploy to like somehow get Biggie back soon to like take on Big Goon. But like I don't know if it's gonna happen. I'm just a little sad about it still. But it was a great match. I love me a good street fight. Tables, kendo sticks. It's a fun time. Was that the... Because they had a street fight match on... Maybe it was Ring of Honor. Dude, I watched so much wrestling because I, I had to watch that four-hour <laughs> Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Which is wild. Um, one of the shows I watched, someone was like, why are there always kendo sticks under the ring? Like, one of the commentators said that. And I wasn't sure if it was during this match. It was something on AEW. Or if it was something on Ring of Honor. <coughs> Could have been any of the three, honestly. But I popped for it. So because kendo sticks. Um, all right, all right. We love ourselves some new day, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and I, dude, I'm with you. Big E. Please, if if medically cleared and at all possible, we would love to have you back. We would love to see you dethrone Big Goon. Uh, because that is literally big meaty men. Literally slapping meat. Like, slapping meat. Gunther chops you in a way that makes your chest look like Kofi Kingston's. And Big E, I think, is the only man on this planet with bigger titties than me. So, like... Yeah, Big E got some big tits. And I love that about him, honestly. A couple <laughs> of pork chops. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to swallow the... Uh, NXT situation between Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes. So Dragunov kicks off the show. Chill, 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 okay, okay. chill, chill. I'm just making sure that's, that's he involved. Comes out, he comes out. He's like, I want to fight. Melo's like, listen, uh, you don't get to touch me unless there's a signed paper from Ava saying that belt's going to be on the line. That's all I want. They go back, they interview, almost like he's kicked back, he's got security and shit, and he's like, not until I see that contract, not until I see that contract. So at the end of the night, we get a contract signing between Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes with Ava Rain out there. She's got the contract, and <clears throat> before anything gets said and done, ladies and gentlemen, 
the Don <laughs> of NXT. That's Tony D'Angelo, who told us he's got bigger plans. He's got bigger things in motion. Earlier mm-hmm. tonight, he was checking out uh, Luca, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, he'll be important uh, once he's part of the family, but he's not important right now because he's not sufficiently in yet. But Luca, the dude that dresses like a lawyer, he told Stax, go get him. And Stax is like, right now, he's like, no, no, no. I got more important business to handle right now. But after I handle business, go get him. We need him. We'll talk to him. Um, we're going to, so we're going to bring Luca into the family. But anyway, Tony's like, listen, if we're, if we're going to talk about championships, I think I deserve to be in this discussion. And Melo, you know, he's got a security around the ring. Melo's like, no, 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 you need to get the fuck out of here. And Tony's like, <laughs> snaps his fingers. Security leaves. He's like, I'm the Don of NXT. I have all the power around here. Melo's looking around like, what the fuck just happened? Just Amazing. set his security away. He's uh, sick of being disrespected. He's not standing for it. Uh, Tony's like, listen, I'm not asking to be given a shot. I want to earn it. So I'll beat Melo next week and get that shot. And here's the thing. Not to get ahead of myself, because I do that sometimes, right? But we know that the money match with Carmelo Hayes isn't Carmelo Ilya Dragunov for the NXT Championship. It's Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams. That's Mm -hmm. where we're going. That's Mm -hmm. what we need to stand and deliver. That's what's going to make me stand and deliver like I took Blue Chew. It's Carmelo Hayes, Trick Mello. Like, it's Trick Mello gang one-on-one. Which means it only makes sense to me whether it is from an assistance through Trick Williams or just on his own prowess because he is the motherfucking Don of NXT. That Tony D'Angelo defeats Carmelo Hayes and goes on to stand and deliver to face Ilya Dragunov for the title. And I'll just be happy to have him in the main event of basically NXT's WrestleMania for the championship if we can do that. Like, that'll make me happy. If he wins, I am going to be fucking, and I told you this last week, I will be insufferable on this podcast. Vince might not show the fuck back up because you (laughs) won't be able to tell me shit if Tony D defeats Ilya Dragunov and wins that title at Stand and Deliver. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. He hasn't done a whole lot of single shit. I'm not expecting it. I'm not. I want to see him go out there, put on a good show against one of the greatest NXT champions of all time, mm-hmm. really sell himself, do some shit, get himself established. I'm not expecting him to win. But if he does win, y'all are going to fucking hate me. You really are. Yep. Listen, well, I wouldn't. Because like, if I get to see that shit, if I get to see Tony D'Angelo win the NXT title in person, I'm going to lose my shit. Because that would be the fucking coolest thing in the world. First, Ilya Dragunov, who is a monster of a human being. This man, I dare someone to tell him wrestling is fake. Because this man would beat your ass. (laughs) The way he trains, he's quoting both Uncle Iroh and Zuko from Avatar's Avenger. If you know anything about that show, you don't fuck with those characters. Those are some top-notch people. And, like, Public Enemies is the best fucking account. They always tweet when Ilya does this shit, and they're like, Carmelo needs to run away. This was, again, before Tony D'Angelo got involved. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Tony D, Ilya, stay and deliver. Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, stay and deliver. It needs to happen. Give it to me, please. I don't ask for much, you know? 
like I'm already like I'm already going to Philly. I'm not gonna be in a media room even though I deserve to be, but that's a whole other fucking story. I deserve this. Just me. I I deserved that. You know? <laughs> I do. So like just I know somebody's listening. Paul or Sean, somebody, Hickenbottom or Levesque, I know y'all are listening. Give me Mellow Trick Ilya Pony. Please. That's all I ask. I'm in control here. And you're going to give me what I want. I'm in control here. <laughs> Still on loop. God damn it, Vince. <laughs> it starts on loop. Um, not, not just that, right? So when I came into your chat, Jesus was there, wrote Blockian's Rise, and I am on the road because Mello versus Tony D with the opportunity for Tony to go on to stand and deliver is happening at Roblox. I am officially on the road, Blockian. Listen, all the dick puns, right? Wrote Blockian's Rise. If Tony wins, I will be standing and delivering a full load in my pants. Like, no bullshit. And Carmelo... We we still love Carmelo Hayes. We do love Carmelo Hayes, but it's just he's got more important business with Trick to handle. We need to get that shit settled because he did some shady shit. He's Carmelo also took out Ilya, put Tony through a table. Like mm-hmm. was not happy that he has to have a match because bad guys has to earn his opportunity. Exactly. Like you got to so, do your damn job and wrestle. Fuck off. I'm all for it. I loved the end of NXT. I loved the end of NXT. Like that was the most me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, uh, Katie, spit or swallow. I don't even know how I topped that. That was just, just insane. <laughs> you can't top me. <laughs> I can't. Um. Okay. Well, I'll I'll stick to NXT for a second. Some people might not be happy with the decision that was made. Or why this person decided to come back to NXT under a different name. I'm swallowing Sean Spears' return to NXT. I have been a Sean Spears girly from day one when he was Ty Dillinger. And an AEW. Didn't get the love he deserved. The perfect fucking 10. He is now going by Sean Spears, which I thought was cool. Because like we thought that uh, Naomi would still go by Trinity. And that did thing not. did not. So the fact that he's going by Sean now instead of Ty Dillinger, I'm I'm okay with that. But him being the one behind those creepy ass vignettes was not expecting that in any capacity. I was I was fooled. I was bamboozled, if you will. And I'm so okay with I. that. I'm fine. I like being tricked. I like not being told what's gonna happen. I like being surprised in wrestling still. Like I didn't see a single fucking dirt sheet about Sean coming back to NXT. Nada, nothing. It's cool. And he took out Ridge Holland's bitch ass who interrupted the ladies trying to have a nice little girly gay moment in the ring. Like, let let my stalker and her stalky have their time in the ring to talk about the opportunity that they're going to get next week. Let them just have their time, but you're going to come out here and demand it? She's the NXT Women's Champion, sir. How dare you? So, l- let's talk about that. Lyra and Tatum... <laughs> Come out because Tatum was told if she stayed away from the ringside during the Shotzi title match last week, which Shotzi unfortunately got injured in and then became Mm -hmm. a Lash Legend title match, that she would get a gift. 
And she kept, uh, to my surprise, to Katie's surprise, to Lyra's surprise, Tatum kept her word. And she stayed the fuck out. This week, she was hanging out uh, just next to ringside waiting for her in so she could crawl (laughs) over the barricade. But, you know, Lyra came out. She's like, I still owe Shotzi a title shot when she gets back because she's going to still be champion at that point, apparently. Who knows? Um, She also gives Lasher flowers for her performance in the match, which, again, we talked about a great fucking match. Lash wrestled twice that night. I remember when people were talking shit about Lash early on, and now look where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatum said she'd do anything for Lyra and has proven her devotion. I mean, proven herself. Um, and Lyra's like, listen, at Roadblock, Roadblockian's motherfucking rise. That might be Roadblockian's rise might be the title this week. Um, they are challenging for the tag team titles against Kyrie Sane and Asuka, Bukaki Warriors. Is gonna happen. Yeah. Then, as they're celebrating this moment, Tatum's all excited. As you said, Ridge Holland comes out. Here's the thing: I don't care who the mystery man would have been at the because I love Lyra Valkyria. I really do. Yeah. And I love what Tatum Paxley is doing. Like this is my favorite thing going on right now. Right? We talked about it. We talked about it. Mickey James, yeah. Trish Stratus, that whole thing. Probably not going to yep. go there, but I'm just saying. It might. You never know. So as this happens, Ridge Holland comes out. I didn't give a fuck who the mystery man was. As soon as I saw they were interrupting him, that dude got a swallow. And then it's fucking Sean Spears. Again, completely fooled me. Like, had no idea. Okay, that color looks really nice on you. Oh, thank you. Um, I hadn't heard shit. None of our friends were talking about Sean Spears returning to NXT. Will hadn't told me anything if he knew about it. He kept it quiet. So, like, yeah, no, out of nowhere. And he came back with a chair. Sean Spears is the chairman. And he beat Ridge's ass for being a prick and basically Kanye Westing, <laughs> our women's champion. Yeah. Uh, not I'm going to let you finish, but I'm assuming you guys are finished. I have something really important to talk Nothing like, Y'all, y'all fucking done. Ridge. Nothing you have to say is anywhere near as important as anything that the women's champion has to say. And you deserved every shot you took with that chair for your bullshit. So I'm with you 100%. Sean Spears. I'm so happy. I'm just disappointed we're not going to have the perfect 10 music and perfect 10 gimmick and that he can't come out at every Royal Rumble at number 10. Because well, so that is something I, I that did, needed to happen. I did have a little bit of hope this year because I was like, oh, maybe he will come back as number 10. <laughs> he didn't. It would have been, so been great. It would have been great. But that's okay. He he got to do it when it was like at its peak. So like, I will always love that moment. You know what moments I look forward to every Monday and I am loving? Uh-oh. Okay. Green moments. Okay. Chelsea green moments. Chelsea's backstage spitting facts. Nobody wanted to see Raquel in the Elimination Chamber. They wanted Chelsea. Fact. Uh, Raquel did lose the Elimination Chamber, so kind of like wasted that whole opportunity. Fact. Uh, She did say she was going to kick Raquel's ass. That I I really couldn't co-sign, and she did not. Raquel did come out and win that match. But like she had the energy. She has been a fucking joy 
in everything she does. Do you remember when Chelsea Green left and like she said, I had all of these ideas for characters that I want to do and everyone shat all over her and said all of her ideas were stupid and how terrible she was and this and that. And again, yeah. here she is fucking killing it. And I love watching the IWC be wrong about shit because I enjoy that. I know some of our friends don't necessarily like Chelsea Green, but DC. I enjoy Chelsea Green. <laughs> <laughs> DC, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy Chelsea Green and what she's yeah. been doing. I'm down. Uh, yeah, she. It's it's more so like the Karen gimmick, but like it's not as extreme as like when it first started. She just always wants to talk to upper management, even though that literally is Adam Pierce, and she can't seem to understand that he's not he's not upper management in. <laughs> In that realm, he it kind of is. I mean, he's not. He's no Nick Aldis because, like, that man. He's basically, and I, I, I'm not a fan of the show, but he's basically Michael from The Office. Okay, I don't like The Office either. Um, that's fair. That's fair. But it's it's, it's it's like it's Chelsea's gimmick, and then I mean, you have to give props for props due. Samantha announcing Chelsea Green is the best. It's in the game. It's in the new game. <laughs> like that's that's how over it got, and people were pissed when management told Samantha she's not allowed to announce Chelsea like that anymore. Why would they tell her that? I don't know, but like she didn't do it for like two or three weeks, and people were like, "Where the fuck is the nice Chelsea Green entrance announcement?" And they it came back. It's just like. It adds something to the character. Like Chelsea talked about it when she did Chris Van Fleet's podcast not that long ago. Like she didn't know Samantha was going to announce it like that, and Chelsea like mouths it every time she comes down. Now it's just like it's it's fun. It's part of like the funness. I will say this: I know people are going to uh, WWE shouldn't listen to the internet fans and give them everything they want and blah 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 blah. Where, but here's the thing: like when something's over. And the fans enjoy it and they want it, and it, it it enhances a character like this with Chelsea Green. Yeah. Props to them for bringing like not making it a thing and like taking it away from us and like for giving it back to us if that is the case. Yeah. It wasn't a ploy or whatever because you know you've also got oh they took it away just to make us say we wanted it so they could give it back to us and then they never really had a problem. Whatever the dumb shit people say on the internet all the time. I fucking all hate people. Shit. Um. <laughs> they give it back to us again it enhances her character it makes her unique and it, it, that's what wrestlers are supposed to do like they're supposed to stand out yeah they're supposed to get a pop even mm -hmm. sometimes if you're a heel like the rock will come out and call you crackhead karens and method marys and still get a pop i know a varying opinion on that uh that's okay um we'll talk about it later um mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I love I love Chelsea Green and what she's been doing. A little worried, haven't seen Piper in like a week or two. I she might be okay. I haven't heard if she was hurt or anything. She might just be taking a little break. A little break. Soon. I just hope that this isn't like uh okay, we had our fun with you now. Back to the back of the line. I hope that's not the case either. When that's the case, who do I gotta fight? Just Piper's fantastic. Piper's fucking phenomenal. I love everything about her. We, we stand by her. <clears throat> Spit or swallow. Um. Mm, 
Okay, now you brought it up. Um, I'm spitting the bloodline segment. We're going. We're doing it now. The, uh, I'm. I get it. Dwayne's back. Hoorah! I love Dwayne. Sure. Cool. Um. It said nothing. Said so many words, but said nothing at the exact same fucking time. Called Seth Rollins a clown emoji like 15 fucking times. Couldn't think of another insult to call Seth that wasn't clown related, and it was only like two. Talked so much, just kept, kept trying to pop solo for whatever fucking reason. Like, solo's stoic for a reason. The same Don't. reason everyone tried to pop The Undertaker. I don't care. <laughs> Not right now. Okay. And uh, the, also the thing that was pissing me off about that was the fucking blackouts. Because someone in the yes. crowd had a die, Rocky, die sign. That's why there was blackouts. Which, A, if that was a big deal, I mean, it wasn't in the 90s because the 90s were a time. Why let them have that in the building? And B, why do you keep panning to it or having it shown? Like, that's on well, y'all. So here's my thing. I'm I'm wondering if Fox was censoring it and it wasn't an issue for WWE, but it was an issue for Fox. I don't know how all of that works on broadcast television. I don't either. Because I feel like WWE, like with chance, they just block it out. That was that that part of it was a big spit for me. The 90s were a time. Uh that could also be a title. Write that down. I'm writing it down. Um I'm going to allow you to finish. Thank you. I'm going to let you finish, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kanye precisely. Was. Actually, yeah. Yeah, literally that. Um, yeah, so that was pissing me off. The Rock just literally saying nothing. The crackhead thing was kind of funny, just because The Rock being a heel is uh, usually funny. Nine times out of ten. To then... We knew it was going to be some form of tag match. He just talked so long. That segment was 30 plus minutes long. For what reason? For what actual fucking reason? Your SmackDown show is two hours. Two hours. And I got a half an hour of Roman not appreciating people for not applauding him. I don't even know how I'm trying to phrase that. People weren't applauding him like they used to. Like, acknowledge me. Yeah, he wasn't being acknowledged. He's like fucking Tinkerbell. When he's not being acknowledged, he wants to disappear. Take it easy, Tinkerbell. And then Paul's like, oh, after this commercial break. That's the title. I'm writing that down as well. (laughs) And then Paul was like, oh, commercial break. Dwayne's coming out after. I was like, this is still going on mind you that whole first part was like 10 minutes and then we had another fucking 20 minutes on top of that plus the commercial i was just i was not even really paying attention towards the end of it anymore because he just kept saying the same shit over and over okay uh you and i had very different experiences (laughs) so hold on Listening. Let me let, let me give you my side of it. Uh, first and okay. foremost, again, shout out to our friends, uh, Allison and Will over at Rivet City Radio and Botch Spots and Share Shots. It was a week or two ago they had self-bet wrestling on and they talked about The Rock and how The Rock is doing the same shit that he's always kind of done. And uh, self-bet was saying it, it doesn't work for him. Like, you need to be different in 2024 than you were in 1998. And while I hear that, I'm also of the thought process that 
if there's a band that I liked in 1998 and they're coming to play a show in 2024, I don't want to hear them play new music. I want to hear the shit that I like to listen to in 1998. It's not like they're coming out uh, with a brand new album and going on a new run and blah, blah, blah. Like they're coming out for a tour. They're going to play their hits. They're going to play the shit we want to hear. And then tours over, right? That's what the rock is doing. That's the way I look at it. I love the fact that we are getting heel Versace 1998, the rock. (laughs) I have told you multiple times that the men's wrestling in WWE has not really given me much that I've really gave a shit about that. I'm mostly watching for the women that that's where my enjoyment comes from professional wrestling right now mm-hmm. until the Cody shit. And yes. I, I went and I talked about it on TikTok. the low of Cody giving his spot to the rock to the high of him coming out at the press conference and all of that. But what I noticed is the rock was being the guy that I know, the guy that I grew up on, the guy that probably doesn't play so well in 1998 talking about how Phoenix is known for crack and meth. Calling people crackhead. <clears throat> Sorry, swallowed something. <laughs> crackhead Karens and methhead Marys and how they all want him and his 22-inch piece of paradise. And he's talking about his arms, not his dick. All of that <laughs> and popping me in the process because it's the fucking rock and it's it's the strudel and it's the pie and it's all the <laughs> shit that I grew up, right? I'm Ooh. watching Roman Reigns. And I'm watching Roman Reigns utterly frustrated at how popular the rock is i'm watching roman reigns completely uncomfortable at the fact that the rock came in and took all of his shit away i'm Mm -hmm. watching roman reigns wanting to leave and paul Heyman being like we can't leave because the rock's coming out roman's like i'm the fucking tribal chief why does that matter like that has got me and then at the end when roman reigns comes in and he says I'm going to need you to stop that if the, if you smell real quick. I need one thing from you. I'll do anything for my family, but I need one thing from you. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. And the look on the Rock's face before he did it, everyone's still talking about the L instead of the one, which, you know, maybe he's just got a fucked up hand. Maybe he can't bend his stuff. I don't know. Like, there's so many possibilities of where this can go. We're getting a tag match on night one, which... If it main events, I will say not happy about that because Bailey won the Royal Rumble, deserves that spot. Again, Young Kings Wrestling talked about it. I disagree with their I, – I hear their standpoint. The biggest matches should close the show. But also, you tell us that the winner of the Royal Rumble main events the show. To me, there is one main event. It is the last event on the show, the last match on the show. That mm-hmm. should go equally to the women as it does the men. And it is your job to make that story as big and important – as possible to warrant main eventing one of the nights when you pick the person to win the Royal Rumble. That is on mm-hmm. booking. That is not on the talent. Not blah 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 blah. Yeah. Tag team match with the stipulation: if Cody wins, there will be no bloodline at all. Right? Banned. Gone. Ain't seeing them. Night mm-hmm. two for his match. Cody loses. It's a bloodline rules match, which means The Rock's going to sit at commentary, talk his shit come out with his ass. Solo's going to shove a thumb up Cody's ass. Jimmy might super kick his head off. Uh, tables, kendo sticks, whatever. Bloodline rules match is what it is. What's going on, Brocast? Um, so, again, intriguing. I know a lot of people are like, well, what is? what about Seth? What about Seth? Why does Seth have to wrestle twice 
you know, he's got to put his title on the line against Drew. He's also wrestling in this match. What does this do for Seth? There's a speculation that Seth, which I love him, but I still don't trust him, might turn on Cody. There's also speculation that The Rock is still a mole for Cody Rhodes and he's there to infiltrate the bloodline. There's that idea because he could turn on Roman night one so that there is no bloodline night two, or he could turn on Roman night two when it is bloodline rules and get Cody that win. I'm less excited about that prospect because I want to see Cody win clean after what happened, but also a little comeuppance for Roman after all the unfair making him lose his title in the way that he's held on to it for so long, a little poetic justice in that. Yeah. I've, I've also seen um, Drew interfering night one, accent, like trying to like uh, Claymore rock a Roman to like keep Seth kind of healthy for their match and then accidentally like hitting Seth and then having Seth take the pin. But that's the thing. There's so many fucking possibilities, right? And that's mm-hmm. what I love about wrestling and that's why I'm fucking excited about it. And that's why I love this segment because it set up so much shit. There's the tension between rock and Roman. We don't. Cody said, "I'm taking everything from you. Everything from you." He did. That is true. Uh, hyped for WrestleMania. Sacrifices TNA. Sacrifices TNA. Uh, Revolution. I'm hyped for some of the matches. Um, hyped for Sting's last match. Hyped for the main event. Love me some With Samoa Joe. Fan the, of Hangman. Fan of Swerve. The main event is the tag match. Well. I, it's Sting's my, last match. <laughs> I yes. However, in my eyes, the main event is the world title match and should always be. That's neither here nor there. ECW used to fuck that up and put their world title matches on in like the middle of the show. Well, that's ECW and they're they were a show. That, so. That's my thought. No, you're right. It is the tag match. The world title match is what I meant. Hype for that. Fair. Hype Fair. for Deanna and Tony. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. So um but yeah, no, like all this shit got set up, all that tension, everything for the story. So I fucking loved every second of it. Like I hear what you're saying about the repeating lines and I saw what you said on Twitter about it not working for you hearing him call Seth the clown over and over and over again in the same way, blah, blah, blah. But like I was down for this and I loved it. That's fair. Like there's some part, like some parts of that I will 100% agree with you. Like, yeah, like I got a little pop here and there, but like I just felt like it went on so long. I was losing interest fast and that cut into the rest of the show because the rock talked too much. So fair. And I mean, if the rock hadn't cut that promo, Matt Riddle wouldn't know where he's moving next. So like, <laughs> I mean, plus out of us talking about that, we got two potential titles for the show. So let's talk about it. Uh, because Chris came in the comments. Uh, I'm swallowing from AEW dynamite hangman. So he comes out, injured on crutches to bow out of the match says you know he wanted a one-on-one match but it looks like swerve's gonna get that match now swerve mm-hmm. comes out they kind of have a little bit of a moment because swerve's becoming a good guy a little bit a little uh, appreciate it man really do um and then joe comes out just talking <laughs> his shit about like i don't give a fuck about either of you guys i'm gonna fuck both of you guys up i'm walking out as champion i don't care what any of this is if it's one-on-one if it's a triple threat however we do it samoa motherfucking joe right Yep. at which point uh swerve says don't be confused 
Uh, I'm still the dude that broke into this man's house and fucked with his kid. I'm still the man that went to a dead man's wrestling school and beat the shit out of his son and left him bloody. I'm still that motherfucker. Uh, I didn't go soft, and I'm coming for you, Joe. At which point, Hangman then takes Swerve out with a crutch, reveals that he is not injured. Because wasn't there like a lot of shit like, Hangman was booked for another show or some shit? Like, yeah, so I saw... I saw a few different things about it. I never actually like physically saw him being like b- being booked for another match for another thing. Um, like I never saw any advertisements or anything saying that. And then people were like, he had like prior commitments. And if he had like prior commitments, then why would they even try and make this a triple threat and a bunch of shit. And then when he did possibly allegedly hurt his ankle last week during the match and like, he like pushed the camera away he was like no don't film me go away people were like oh it's it's true like he's hurt then why did they even try and make this a triple threat and then people were mad when it got brought up that it was a work and like jerry lynn got involved on twitter and it was a whole fucking thing it's like nobody knew if if hangman was actually hurt or if he wasn't hurt or what the actual plan was i knew as soon as this man came out on one crutch he wasn't fucking hurt Guys, I watch Mm -hmm. wrestling. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Like, he ain't slick. It's His mustache is evil. Okay? Evil mustache. He's a cowboy. Fair. Um, Listen, I love Swerve. I would not be mad watching Swerve walk out with that title. However, this is my Samoa Joe era. I didn't get it in WWE, and I am here for Joe holding that title and not being a transitional champion. So I'm going Joe at the pay-per-view. Um, I've also got Deanna at the pay-per-view. As much as I love Timeless Tony Storm, really? um, I've got Deanna at the pay-per-view as well. Um, okay. We are all about Dead Dad's Club, so yes, Christian, 100%. Uh, War Daddy, always. Um, the Bucks, I feel like that's a given. Yeah. Math and Nickelback. <laughs> Still my favorite thing you've ever said. Probably, hands down. It's it so fun. It is. It's just... No, your favorite thing I've ever done was quoting all or do, dropping all the Nickelback <laughs> titles in the episode last week. That was so fun. I loved it. Because, like, nobody, like, probably nobody else really understood. Unless you're, like, a hardcore Nickelback oh, no. fan. There are so many closeted Nickelback fans out there because Nickelback gets so much shit. Which so I don't understand. Fans. Nickelback, Nickelback is, is like the boy, like is like the Backstreet Boys of rock music to people. Like everyone really likes their music, but everyone pretends like they don't. I don't understand people. Nickelback is phenomenal. I've seen them live three times, and every single show was fucking dope. So yeah, what were we even talking about? Oh, so Swerve Joe and, and Hangman. Yeah, <clears throat> and then we were, going we back. were reading the uh, predictions. I'm going back to Swerve Joe Hangman real quick. Swerve said he's going to send Joe back to doing commentary on a poncho. <laughs> he did. <laughs> like, you he can't say that. That man got traumatized from that shit. He got fired like a week later. That was bullshit. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Samoa Joe's face when he said that was pissed. It was an angry Samoan named Joe, if I tell you Joe's what. Joe's going to kill you, motherfucker. Um, Joe is gonna kill you. Hyped. Katie's yeah. gonna swallow. Um, 
We're just all over the place, so wherever you want to go. <laughs> we really are. That no, that's why I'm trying to like look. Uh I'll stick I'll stick a, I'll stick some dynamite. Yeah, this one's dynamite. Yeah. I'm swallowing Chris Statlander and Sky Blue. Cake. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> all the cake. I I have A, I love Statlander. B, I love how much Sky Blue has improved mm -hmm. over the past like year in ring because as we've talked about we we will thirst over women but we will also support their in-ring talent not just their assets every fucking time like the code blue i guess as she calls it she hit clean and she was clean she used to fuck up every once in a while which fair as it feels like a difficult move to do you gotta land on someone's back and fucking flip i could never do it i would never say i can Stat being there, being beautiful and dominant and strong as always. Julia Hart being ringside, getting involved. Stokely, Willow. I love everything they're doing with this. Would have been fucking cool if there was like, oh, I don't know, another women's match on the Revolution card. But no, one women's match per card, Tony Khan. Suck my dick. I'm so over this shit. TBS champion Julia Hart not being on your card yet. Every other fucking title you have. The Bang Bang Scissor Gang is on the goddamn kickoff zero hour show. Whatever the fuck they call it over there. That's the thing that got announced today. The 12-man tag match, which blow me. I don't want to fucking watch that anyway. Because you know who it's against? You want to know? Let me tell you. <clears throat> Jeff Jarrett. Satnam Singh. Jay Lethal, Private Party, and Willie Mac. Shout out to Willie Mac, though. But, like, for what? You could have easily given that spot to the TBS title. Or the tag match. Julian Sky, Stat, and Willow. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. Just anything. But, no. I love the fact that Sky and Julia are a thing. However, mm -hmm. I do have a little bit of an issue with the fact that, and maybe it's because I'm not watching Collision. Maybe it's happening on Collision and I'm just not seeing it because I've kind of lost interest in Collision once the guy that was doing Collision <laughs> lost his job um, <laughs> and then went to another company. Uh, and then got hurt. <laughs> where the fuck is the House of Black? Like the rest of them. Why is Malachi not doing something important? Malachi had a match last week. I obviously didn't watch Collision this week because I wasn't home. Doing what though? Like just a singles match for shits and giggles? Yeah. Like that's yeah, my thing. Why is he not challenging somebody. for the TNT title, the international title, the world title? Why is this not a four-way with motherfucking Malachi Black? Why is this faction with these guys not? fucking shit up. I will not call you Sally. I will call you Timmy when I smack your ass. I don't... I don't... like. No, I love trust Malachi. me. I understand. I understand. I, I get it. Are you joking my ass? Dude, don't bring that shit in here. Will sends me TikToks from this dude all the time where he just like mispronounces and fucks up a bunch of shit as he like tours cities. And he constantly says, are you joking, my ass, in the TikToks? And mm -hmm. I, every time he sends me one, I send Will a response back that says, I hate you. <laughs> every single time. 
it's like me to you when you say some stupid shit. I'm like, I hate you so much. No, no, this is. I, I haven't seen that in a while. It's a hundred feet tall or a hundred feet big. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about my dick. Anyway, whoa, I am disappointed about that. Um, but all about the singles match, Sky Blue and Chris Statlander. We. Oui. <laughs> I said good TikToks. You do, Allison. You do. I love you too. <laughs> um. Fuck it. Let's uh let's keep going dynamite. Uh I got a double spit. Um Ooh, and that okay. that is dynamite uh exclusive. Uh I had to watch Chris Jericho and Ric Flair in the same fucking night. Chris Jericho had a match against Atlantis Jr. Yes. Yes, who Atlantis Sr. Also noticed Poseidon was out there. Um, so Poseidon and Poseidon's son were out there. Percy Jackson doing their thing. Oh, I love Percy, love Percy Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> uh, but no, like, so they're doing this whole AAA thing. Jericho's it, out there. CMLL, not AAA. Different things. CMLL, AAA. I thought it was AAA. No, CMLL. Okay. Anyway, see, that's how much I'm paying attention. That's because you have people like Jericho involved in this. I agree. Um, and then Ric Flair comes out for, you know, the boxer beating down Darby Allen and blah, blah, blah. And Ric Flair comes out and, yes. I was going to say, but we got something really cool out of that segment. Hold on. I'll get there. That That is a swallow. That is a side swallow in a spit. Because Ric Flair's music hits, he comes out. He's like, I'm with the young bucks. I'm the old young buck. Ah. <laughs> I'm the he old goes buck. <laughs> Do a shitty low blow, and he gets beat up because he's got to get in the ring and do shit at 97 fucking years old. Um, just, just kick the bucket there, but I digress. Because he's Sting's friend, and this whole thing lasted about a week where he was like, I should be more important than Sting's final thing. One week. Yeah. One week. <laughs> However, for the final time, as someone who grew up watching Crow Sting... For the final time on live TV on TNT or TBS, this time TBS, but on Turner Broadcasting, we got to see Sting descend from the rafters. It's a beautiful thing, especially as I'm going back and I'm in that time period. I'm actually in Wolfpack Sting right now. Okay. Uh, So like, just kind of live through rewatching all of the times that Sting came down and all the stuff they've done and just the descent. Now I get to see the final time. Like I got to see Sting's final match on TNT in WCW against Ric Flair. Now he's back in AEW, which is apropos because it's on the same channel that WCW was on, and mm-hmm. he's going to have his final moment in a company that's on the same channel that you know made him what he is. The final descent. It is a beautiful thing. So that is a swallow. Um, <laughs> balls first. Ew. Calm down. Take it easy. Um, Stop. Uh, But yeah, no, it is what it is. Um, Ric Flair and Chris Jericho on my TV. I I don't need to see either of them anymore in AEW. You guys are killing... I would have much rather watched Daniel Garcia come out and do his... His dance. Against Percy Jackson than... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Jericho can fuck right off. 
Jer uh, Flair can fuck off into like a certain plot of land that like people go six feet under into. I would be okay with that because then I get a boy. Uh, this could have been used for another women's match. What is she puking at me going like this, or is she puking at the fact that I told Timmy to descend balls first down on him? Probably my that one, if I were to okay. guess. Okay, not the whole show. Let's let's calm down. There were some good things, but yeah, I need Flair and Jericho just fuck right off into the sunset or into hell. Either one works for me. I really don't care anymore. Well, specifically, you know that golden snitch you need for your Deadpool. So, <laughs> need one. I keep looking at that list every time you guys put in there. Oh, this person. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> no, <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I'm never gonna get it. This is right off into the sunset. <laughs> there you go. It's just I don't need Ric Flair involved in Stinger's last match. I talked about on Sheely. Sting was my mom's favorite wrestler. So, like, I grew up, like, low-key loving Sting, even though, like, I wasn't, like, fully understanding Sting at the time and, like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, this is going to be, like, it's cool for me because I got to see, like, the Sting in WWE and, like, him showing up at Survivor Series. And that shocked me. That shocked my mom. So and, like, that was, cool. it was so dope. And, like, just, oh, everything about that was so cool. Yes. That was right around the time Kate started getting back into wrestling from when she had like watched it as a child, but yeah. she had no connection to Sting, and I was so fucking hyped, and she had no like context <laughs> there as to why I was so excited about it. Yeah, I'll it's just like that. Sting. It's even if you don't necessarily like AEW or you don't like the Young Bucks or you don't like Darby Allen, I. Like you're you're gonna watch something about this match specifically for Sting. There's been video packages made, and people were like, "I dare you not to cry at this." I haven't watched any because, like, I feel like I'm the type of person like when wrestlers I like retire, like even though they were like retirement at the time, like Daniel Bryan, Edge, like those made me weep because I'm a pussy and it's fine, but like. Last matches, like, I know that's going to hit. And I don't even think I'm going to watch that live, depending on how long the show goes, because we have getting off tomorrow. So I might have to wait until Monday morning <laughs> to watch that match. And this so is your we'll mom's see. favorite wrestler, right? Yes. So it's got double meaning for you, right? Like, yeah. you said you have an experience with Sting in your wrestle fandom, both yeah. him showing up in WWE and just everything you've seen throughout time and history and going back oh, yeah. and watching things but also your mom has a connection to sting so like this yeah. is her favorite wrestler finally retiring which that'll be a cool bittersweet sad moment for you tomorrow which i actually don't so like she's not like into like aw or anything really it's like i don't even know if she knows sting's last last match his final call her ever. in and just be like mom, mom. <laughs> well she's Come currently on. in florida so oh. <laughs> I will text her in the morning and be like, in case you were wondering, uh, she's also, they're also not going to drop 50 bucks on the pay-per-view. I don't blame them. Well, I thought she was home and you could just be like, mom, come into my room. Oh, no. No, yeah, they're they're not home. I'm... <sighs> your mom... <laughs> Listen, is your mom frequenting <laughs> any strip clubs in Florida? No. <laughs> she DJs. 
and he's a Not DJ. We can link them up. But they play good music at strip clubs, Katie. Maybe she's going there for the I've music. I've never been to a strip club. I wouldn't. Maybe know. there's a side of your mom you don't know that where you're not around. She hits. Why are all we talking clubs. about this? <laughs> because I want her to meet up with Tommy, and I want Tommy. You know. To... Oh. <laughs> anyway, my mom is down there to see old family friends that we have known. Like I was in their wedding. Like that's how long they've been friends, and I was a small child. Okay. So. There's there's reasons why they're in Florida. Well, you're not a small child anymore. And thank God for that. Because ladies and gentlemen, you guys can check out Katie at patreon.com slash creation world on all of our shows that you can also find at pornhub.com slash model slash creation world. Because she's all grown up now. But at patreon.com slash creation world, <laughs> you guys get three shows for $1. You get Return to Wrestling. I talked about it. It's me and Travis going back, talking WCW. Nothing more apropos with Sting having his final match and going back and checking us talk about some of the biggest moments in Sting's career and in the career of WCW. Uh, so go check that out. Our latest episode was Bash at the Beach 1998. It was Carl Malone and DDP versus Dennis Rodman and Hulk Hogan in the main event. Sting was on that show in the black and red. Also, you get, if you have to ask, with me and my wife, Kate, and our latest episode, which is available now, also featured Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe. So she's on that one as well. Episode four is out now. You guys can go check that out. Um, it's actually, do you remember what it was titled, Katie? Um, Delusional Douchebags. That is correct. Delusional Douchebags is available now for you guys to check out. And if you guys are into DC animated films, you get Multiverse with Travis and Mara. Multiverse with Travis and Mara's latest episode, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies is also available right now on Patreon. And because it is March, if you subscribe now, you will get our new episodes that drop at the end of the month. So you're you're going to check out what we just dropped and then come the end of the month when we've got new stuff for you, you're already getting that. And there's a whole back catalog for you guys to go check out. If you guys want to watch our shows ad-free, you guys need to check the other tiers at Patreon, see what else we're offering you, including our shows ad-free. But since you guys are watching us live, we have things that we need to plug and people that uh, support us. So we're going to support them. And we're going to do that right now through Travis. Travis, take it away. Y'all, I know we're having a lot of fun right now, but I actually want to talk to you about something very important, your health. You see, life is full of twists and turns, and that's why having the right health insurance matters. I want to make sure you have the coverage you need without breaking the bank. And that starts with speaking to me for absolutely no charge. Having health insurance isn't just about doctor visits, though. It's about living a healthier, happier life. Physical health and mental well-being go hand in hand. And that's why the plans I represent cover not just the physical, but the mental aspects of your health as well. And here's the deal. I'm very good at what I do. So not only can I find you the perfect plan, but I might even be able to get you one for free. That's right. Free advice and a free plan. Your health is too important to compromise. So let's chat, find the right plan, and ensure your well-being. Just visit health.creationworld.com today to schedule a free consultation. The link is right here in the description. That's health.creationworld.com. Your health, your future. Leave it to Vince to be like, I'll be on the show eventually and then not show up. And then on the shows where he's like, I'm not going to make it show up. Like... Because it's, it's midnight now. Vince, where the fuck are you? It's actually 106 in the morning. To be in the exact. 
Uh, <laughs> and in the future, are you spitting or swallowing, Katie? Oh, I see what you're doing there. I am. A lot of guys out there wondering. <laughs> well, they're never going to fucking find out. In that way. <laughs> um, I'm in this aspect. I am going to... Uh, we go. God, we've been all over the damn place. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. <clears throat> my voice cracked. I'm going to swallow Bailey Dakota damage control. What? Gonna preference this. Preface. Pref. Preface. Preface. That's the word I'm looking for. Preface this. I am spitting this specifically for Vince because Vince. Well, I'm gonna. You talk about it, and then I'll tell you why. I'm you finish. <laughs> Should that also be a contender for a title? I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Sure, why not? I'm gonna write it anyways. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna write them. We're good. Um, I'm swallowing it just for the sheer fact that like they're making Bailey look more like a babyface than she already was. Like we knew Dakota. Dakota's not fucking trustworthy uh, anyways she's turned on Tegan she's turned on Raquel she was gonna turn on Bailey she's not trustworthy also I'm like low-key sad because like I was getting ready to tweet they're not hyping up Dakota returning to the ring enough she didn't get in the fucking ring it's like is she actually cleared who knows but it's fine but like thankfully I didn't because she didn't even get in the ring she just pulled the typical Bailey shit where, like, you just, you know, jump off the side of the, the thing and, like, walk away. And But Bailey just looks so defeated. And then she got beat up by damage control. I will say it is kind of weird that the match never ended, technically. I didn't hear a bell. And they kind of just, like, left her there after, like, beating her up only a little bit. They could just beat her up more. It's like, I'm a, I'm a little skeptical about that. I don't know. I just, like... The crowd was, dare I say, shocked, even though they fucking shouldn't have been, appalled, gasped that Dakota <laughs> turned on Bailey. But, like, it, the SmackDown crowd has always been behind Bailey, whether she was a heel or not. So, I don't know. Be bothered. I, I was okay with it just because I knew it was going to happen, and I'd rather it happen now than Bailey get fucked over at Mania. Good so job, here's here's my thing. Vince okay. has been begging for weeks that we don't make Bailey look stupid. And in having her and and by that meaning not trusting Dakota Kai and falling into the same trap that everyone else has. And that's exactly what we did on SmackDown. She went into the tag team match, she reached out for the tag, she got fucked, she got beat down four on one. Mm-hmm. We made Bailey look stupid. And I get it's the baby face thing to do to look stupid. I get that. But I was also hoping for like Dakota to go and turn and Bailey be like, uh, uh-uh, I've been paying attention because that was kind of like the story we told in the beginning, right? Is like I've been I, I use my Rosetta Stone. I listen to Muzzy and I learn Japanese and I know what the fuck you guys have been <laughs> oh, saying, right? Muzzy, Jesus. <laughs> Forgot about that. So <laughs> it was a TikTok. I actually sent to Will and Allison earlier. Uh, I think it both of them, maybe just Will, of shit from the 90s. But uh, she's like, I knew Japanese and I know what you guys are saying. Ha ha ha. 
right? And like, we wanted Bailey to be a smart baby face, and she fell for the same bullshit. Also, I don't feel like this gives the gravitas to the match that it needs. Like I said, book it to be a main event match at WrestleMania. Are they booking this to be a main event re- match at WrestleMania? I feel like what I'm about to talk about next is being booked better for a main event spot than the actual women own, woman who won the Royal Rumble going in to the main what should be the main event of WrestleMania. So I see you saying that Bailey was made to look stupid. I can I can see that, but I give you this: when Dakota dropped and Bailey, you could tell on Bailey's face she wanted. It, I don't think she was stupid per se. She just wanted to be able to trust one person. Like you That's could tell, stupid. kind of. No, it's not stupid. It's D T A. What? Actually, well, D T A. Don't trust anyone. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. D T A. But uh, I guess it technically be D T A. I am. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't done sign language in a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, while you try and figure that out. I like again, I see why people think it's stupid, but I just think it's the fact that she wanted one person to trust. You could kind of tell she was a little hesitant last week in the trainer's room. Like you could kind of see it on her face. Like she wanted to trust Dakota, but like part of her probably deep down knew she shouldn't. And even when Dakota dropped for the tag, Bailey was like, you you could see the she knew. Deep down, she knew, but she didn't want to believe it. It's like when your best friend turns on you, you don't want to believe that they're a piece of fucking shit because you've known them for so long and they've they've been your day one and you thought that you had a connection with them and then they pull some shady shit and you realize that you were wrong about them. Yes, this has happened many times in my life and this is a personal experience <laughs> before anybody asks. So, uh, side note. Um, <laughs> I wonder, I need to talk to Travis and see if it's in the budget. Do you think we could just get somebody like down in the corner to do sign language during our entire show? Because like some of my favorite TikToks are when it's a comedian who's like a really raunchy comedian that has someone doing sign language and like you see them mimicking like the fucked up shit they're saying. And with all the fucked up shit we say, I would love to have like a person in the corner signing properly who actually knows what the fuck they're doing to all of the shit I say about descending with their someone's balls on my chin or just me every time i say spit or swallow if i could just have somebody doing spit or swallow in sign language in the corner it would be absolutely fantastic for our hearing impaired listeners i'll try and learn what spit and swallow or swallow is in sign language that'd be cool just just i'll try i'm not making any promises but i'll do my best um i i alluded to it Swallowing Rhea, Becky, and Nia, Liv, and everything going on in the Raw women's title picture. Because, again, this feels bigger than what's going on over on SmackDown, unfortunately. And this isn't the match that won the Royal Rumble. Becky did win the Elimination Chamber. She did get her match. So Rhea comes out to put her in her place. Uh, She says, behind every great man is a greater woman. Facts, quote, truth, truth. Uh, Nia comes out, jumps Becky from behind as Rhea leaves. Security has to pull her off Becky. 
Nia says she ain't letting Becky go to Mania. Fuck the chamber. I be already beat Becky clean. I want that match. Liv said fuck Becky and fuck Nia. She, <laughs> she, she just wants her revenge. This is all about her. We got a Nia versus Liv match. Becky interfered. Now Liv's pissed off at Becky because it's like, hey, this is my shit. Why don't you mind your own business and stay the fuck out of, out of mind? Like, stay in your own fucking lane. You already mm. took Mania away from me. Don't take my match away from me, too. Mm. Um, so Becky wants Nia next week, and uh, <clears throat> Michael from The Office gives it to her. Uh, so he did a thing. Good for him. Um, but, yeah, no, like, this whole, like, I know it's Becky Rhea, right? But, like, we have four women involved here. And it's far more interesting to me than what's going on with damage control. And that's sad because damage control should be a much bigger thing. And I don't feel like it's getting the attention or focus or the big moments that it deserves. I can This was not a big moment on Friday. Like, I don't feel like it really felt like a huge thing. Okay. I offer this as possibly. Do you think with everything that happened in the beginning of SmackDown, with Dwayne and everything, overshadowed damage control. And that's why you think it wasn't that big. I this don't. I don't, because damage control was much later in the show. I, normally, when something like that happens, you know me, I love everything on the show because I'm riding a fucking high, right? Yeah. That's Did not love everything on the show. This, this was fair. not like a, I'm riding on a high, this show was great, I loved everything because the first thing was so fucking good. Maybe Dwayne's segment caused them to cut it down. Maybe they had a little bit more planned so it didn't come off the same way. I don't know. That's all speculation and hearsay. But it just it, it didn't feel like as big of a moment as it should have to me. No, the I Raw Women's title picture feels bigger. I think it's probably going to end up being a fatal four with the Raw Women's or the Women's hey, fuck, Women's World Championship. I don't remember which one's which. At this point, I don't know. You you are 100% correct. The Women's World Heavyweight Championship. Good. Y'all see Ray Ripley? Goddamn. That's a heavyweight right there. She can carry some heavyweight. Uh, yeah. Also, I love <laughs> that as soon as... Okay. <laughs> Relax. Take it easy. I love that as soon as February ended, the thirsting for Ray Ripley continued by a lot of people I follow, specifically Big Swole. Big Swole made, like, a nice little, like, poem. Funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I'll have to find it and send it to you. Because Rhea even, like, responded to it. It was great. But, so, like, I actually, like, missed this part. I don't remember what I was doing. I don't remember why. But, like, I missed this part of Raw. Sadly. So, like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't really give notes on it. Boo. I know. What the fuck was I doing? Well, while you think about what you were doing, why don't you tell me what you did get to see and whether you're spitting or swallowing it? I see what you did there. Uh, I'm going to go back to NXT. And, you know, I'm just going to group it all together. Um, The women in NXT kicking ass and taking names in the ring, specifically. Uh, Kalani Kiana. Hell of a fucking match. God damn, Kalani took one hell of a bump. I got scared. I don't like that shit. <laughs> it's too real. She's too good at it. 
But that was a great match. Kiana got her comeuppance. What? I was looking at my notes because also women in NXT, and I realized I must have really liked it because I put Jada and Gigi in my notes twice. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, well, okay, I'll talk about that one next. Jada Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. And Gigi Dolan. A lot of ca- cake. Oh, no, 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 no. More cake. I need those shorts back, though. This tight yeah, bullshit. I know. I, all right, come on. Take it easy. Don't. Take it easy. Hell of a match. Fucking Ariana Grace being like, oh, don't fight. Bitch, where the fuck you think you are? She's trying to make NXT a better place, Katie. Well, with Roxanne Perez punching people in the fucking locker room. That's <laughs> why. Listen, she came out during that match in an effort to make NXT a better place when she got head for it. <laughs> Bitch, how, how does how does one acquire that? Do, do I got to go out during a match to get that too? Jesus. Yes, you do. If you want head... <laughs> The way she got head, go out there and try and make NXT a better place. Advocate for peace, not violence. I'm heading out of the PC right now. Take, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm booking a flight. Uh, yeah, so that match. And speaking of Roxanne punching people in the face, she punched Jakara, who was officially cleared. And they said it on commentary, so I don't know how true it is. Jakara's first singles match in NXT. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't sound right to me, but at the same time, she was supposed to be in the breakout tournament and like got hurt. Yep. So maybe that's why my brain's just like no fucking. And she's way been attached to metaphor. Uh before we before we move on to that though, a couple things about Jada Gigi that you didn't talk about. Okay. Um they both went to Ava <laughs> to see what was going on next for them. Mm-hmm. Gigi first and then Jada. Then they kind of got into it, and Jada <laughs> looked at Gigi and she goes. Uh, World Star never talked about you, and Gigi's like, I'll give him fucking something to talk about. As I mean, mind you, as Jada was taking off her earrings, trying fist fight her. Yeah, so that was a fun little setup to that match. I, I'm happy. I got everything I wanted, except I'm really sad that Gigi just hasn't had a win in like fucking ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, I mean, Jada's the new thing right now. So they're going to give her all the steam. Which, like, fair. She's really fucking good in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get that. So, like, that match was good. Gigi took an L. We, we sad. We dig sad. And then Roxanne punches Jakara backstage in the locker room, which is now the most dangerous place in NXT. Fuck the parking women's lot. Locker it's room. it's mm-hmm. women's locker room, hands down. Because Roxanne just punches... I saw somebody put like a compilation of all the times she punched people in the face backstage and she responded to it, but I don't remember what she said, but it was sarcastic and witty because she's a little punk. Haha, <laughs> AJ Lee, punk. It's all there. Uh but no, that was match that match was good. Jakara put up hell of a fight. I love I love the fact that age is cleared. B, we have another woman in the division who can wrestle. And C, I get a great match. I can't mm-hmm. lose with that. And Roxanne's again. The bolts are coming undone. The clock is ticking. Cuckoo, cuckoo. It's coming. If it isn't fully there already. Do we think that the beach thing is uh, Soul Ruka? If it's not Soul Ruka, I'm going to be pissed. Because I know her ass is cleared. And I know her ass was at an NXT house show a few weeks ago. Of course you're talking about her ass. Have you seen it? Come on. 
<laughs> and Sol Ruka's phenomenal. Um, the only <laughs> thing I have NXT women uh, besides that is actually a spit since we're we're here. Okay. Uh, I'm spitting the fact that JC Jane has already reverted back to being a bitch, a yeah. mean girl. Um, she was talking shit about everyone in Chase U. Despite Thea telling her Riley wanted the old her, she's like, well, the old you fucking sucked. And Chase U sucks. Duke Hudson sucks. Andre sucks. Everyone sucks and then goes off with her new best friend. Thea's yeah. just like, oh, then they're like, well, Fallon said, fuck Fallon. Fallon sucks. Like, I was kind of enjoying this other side of JC Jane. Like, yeah. I did. She was playing that role really, really well. Willie well. Uh, really <laughs> <Willy> well. <Wonka. laughs> and uh, to see her just drop it already, because she was kind of riding that line of like, yeah, she's still kind of a bitch, but also maybe there's something else underneath there, and now it's just gone, and she's just back to being JC Jane is a fake-ass bitch. Yes, bitch. GT it's told true. Us, I should have listened. I should have listened. We have um, to listen to GT tell us. So th- that was a little bit disappointing. Um, yeah, because like, how you, listen, I feel for Thea. She's a young girl. She's like 19, 20, whatever, super young. That's a hard time. That's a hard time being a girl. And then you got like your girlfriends and you realize that they're fucking fake. And one of them calls you a loser. Uh-uh. I'm gonna be depressed too. Fuck, man. Poor Thea. So... <sighs> Uh oh. Some people might not like to hear this. Um, I have never, not in NXT UK, not in NXT, I have never liked Noam Dar. <laughs> yes. I never enjoyed the Supernova sessions. I think Lash is great. I think Jakara is great. I don't like Metaphor. Mm-hmm. I didn't like anything that they've done. So I am swallowing Baby Regal. Becoming your new Heritage Cup champion. A, because he defeated Noam Dar. B, I don't know what the fuck it is about Charlie Dempsey. I don't know if it's because he's baby regal, even though he doesn't look a whole lot like his daddy. (laughs) I really, like, he's shaped awkwardly. There's not a whole lot about him like I should like, but for some reason, I do really fucking like him. That, (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't tell you why I like Charlie Dempsey, but I fucking like Charlie Dempsey. I want someone to just, that's, that's how I feel like people describe me. They're like, oh, she's kind of shaped awkwardly and there's something about her. But like, I like her. <laughs> me. Thank you. <laughs> I feel seen. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> and shout out to Pretty Kyle. I want his brother Bull to come back to. Like, bring back Bull then. <laughs> Get out of here. I saw that tweet and I did not like it. God damn it, Pretty Kyle. <laughs> no. Uh, they're not really. I'm about it. it. Pretty, they're they're about uh, as much brothers as Oli and R and R. Hey, hey. Uh, no, Baby Regal taking the win. I was like, okay. I hate the Heritage Cup, but like, fuck yeah, Baby Regal, let's go. I I could actually get like you know I'm not a fan of the idea of the Heritage Cup as is. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like a cup is something that should be defended once a year, mm-hmm. um, not in the way that they do it. But I might be able to get behind it with Dempsey holding it. <laughs> I mean, I think Noam Dar tweeted that it, he was like, "Did I really lose the Willy Wonka?" Yes. Yes. Yes, you fucking did. Yes, you did. And his name is Charlie. 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory looking ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just like, thank God Noam doesn't hold it anymore. <laughs> That's mainly it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I'm not a fan of the fact that in NXT we have a faction that is the what what the fuck did they call themselves? The I don't know. <laughs> something something catch club. No surrender catch club. And yeah, and then there's uh then, whatever the fuck Tyler Bate and Peter Peter Dune are. <laughs> Why is it all catch club? <laughs> Someone changed their new name. catch republic. That the no surrender catch club and the new catch republic. Not a fan of these two things existing in the same universe. Too similar. Not a fan. Someone's it's like you and your best friend come out in the same thing. It's like, well, one of us has to change. However, I will say one of the coolest things that they could have done, they didn't do, is putting Charlie Dempsey and Peter Dune in a tag team. Because those two together is just like, you remember when Pete Dunn had Timothy, Timothy Thatcher and they had that whole like gimmick? Yeah. Like that, but with somebody that I really like, <laughs> unlike Timothy Thatcher and his <laughs> fucked up mouth. The most so, British looking American ever. I think that the No Surrender Catch Club is a play on Catch Point, which is a thing that Gulak did in ROH. <laughs> ROH and or um what was that promotion? Starts with an E. I think that like WWE about the rights to and like a bunch of Oh no quarter catch crew, not no surrender, no quarter. Also, Thank where you. the fuck is he? Uh yeah, you could just be on the show like you said you were gonna be, but uh nice to have you in the I mean chat. at this point we're already like <clears throat> an hour and a half in. Yeah, it's pretty much over. Um <laughs> yeah, no quarter catch crew and the new catch republic. Should not exist in the same universe. They feel like the same thing, but different. And I'm not happy. But I would love to see Charlie Dempsey and Peter Dune just like run roughshod over the entire tag division. Let them be a tag team and let them go take the tag titles. <laughs> Half the tag titles from Judgment Day. Katie Spitter Swallow. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to because uh, I'm, I'm stick with just you know women in general. I'm going to swallow something that happened on Rampage. I know. I watched Rampage. I know. Look at me go. I didn't watch Gluten, so that's that's on me. Riho and Trishadora. Hell of a fucking match. Well done, okay. ladies. Riho came back. She didn't have the pipe, though. No pipe. <laughs> Listen, if, if Rio's not out here piping bitches, I'm not down. But... Trisha Dora is phenomenal. Uh, she's had a few matches on Dynamite and Rampage. And Riho, precious little thing, can go. It's insane how strong she is for how small she is. And just how good she is. And I love that. And it was, again, the only women's match on Rampage. Because what else is fucking new? And it was a hell of a fucking match. It was like the only thing I really like paid attention to on Rampage. It's like that's that's a okay. dub. It's a dub for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a dub. That's a dub. I, I I for the first week after like three weeks, I opted <laughs> not to watch Rampage this week. Um so there's that. There. However, since we're swallowing women, I will follow that up and I'm gonna swallow uh Tiffany Stratton versus Naomi on SmackDown. Um 
Not sure how I feel about Naomi taking an L with her returning like that. I get it. Tiffany's the new up-and-coming star. She does have the prettiest moonsault ever, that True. PME. Um, PME. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, the match was good. Uh, so I've got a couple people in my life who are kind of new wrestling fans. One is Kate's best friend, Danny. Like she, again, used to watch a while ago is getting back into it. I was just talking to her. A few of the people that, cause I asked her, I'm like, well, who do you like? She loves Rhea Ripley. She really likes Tiffany Stratton. Um, she, Miss Lamonez also loves Don Mysterio. Um, I feel like there's a theme of the people that I know that love Don Mysterio in my life. Um, but it was one of those things I was asking her about it. And it was like, Rhea Ripley is like her shit. She really liked Tiffany Stratton because she's so good in the ring. And mm-hmm. even she's like, I know her character's annoying, but I'm about it. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, Dominic Mysterio, I love little bitches. He's a little bitch. So, <laughs> um, sure. you know, so <laughs> I, I agree. Tiffany's fucking fantastic. And I, I enjoyed what sad Naomi lost, but somebody had to lose. Right. And I would have been happy yeah. either way. If, if Naomi got the win, I would have been happy. Tiffany got the win. I'm happy. I think Tiffany cheated to get the win. Well, of course. She's supposed to. Exactly. So that's why like, I'm not like as upset about Trin taking an L. Just because it's it's Tiffy time. So she's going to cheat in some way, shape, or form. She's going to try and win at all costs. I'm just more upset at the fact that Naomi didn't get an entrance because Dwayne talked too long. Facts. I got beef with Dwayne. <laughs> Clearly. This week, um, <laughs> any of that beef involve a spit or swallow? It can. <laughs> what if I just said no? <laughs> I just, I just ended well, it. Well, I'd be like, well, then just spit or swallow your next thing on your list. There we go. Okay. Uh, I'll... I don't know how I feel really about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoop back to dynamite. I'm clipping the Percy Jackson and the Luchadorians thing. Okay. <laughs> Also, side note, my friend calls her purse Percy Jackson. <laughs> I found that out tonight, and I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Thank you so much for telling me So this. you got Percy Jackson twice in one night. Yeah. Spelled differently. You know, Percy, right. P-E-R-C-Y, Percy. and then yeah. purse. Why? But she told me that, and I loved it. And then you brought that up. Full circle. I love it. Um, I guess I'm gargling it. William Osprey, Ocean Spray. Officially. All Elite. He's a walking meme. His music is fucking banging. It's my is probably top five themes right now for me personally. I know he's not for everybody. I know a lot of people don't like him, and that's hundred percent fair. I mainly like him for his theme, but I just don't want him associated with the Don Cass family because the Don Cass family fucking sucks. You know, like Agreed. to catch just. Cooler now as a heel than he was as a babyface. Agreed. But he has Don Callis attached to him. And that's where I, I mean, got fucking problems. I've told you Don Callis turned on Jericho, told Kenny to go fuck himself. Don Callis kind of won me over. And then he grabbed Takeshita, made him interesting. He's got our boy Big Willie Hobbs. Now he's got the man with the banger music. I'm oh. coming up Callis. Things are coming up callous. But, like, you could tell 
Will didn't even want to, he didn't even want to part of that. He was just like, <laughs> that hug looked awkward as all hell. He's like, I don't want to fucking be here. I don't like you. Every hug that happens in AEW looks awkward as hell. Unless you're giving the people what they want. You gotta give the people what they want. Because the only other Which... hugs that happen are from Tony Khan and wrestlers. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Terrible. I guess I just don't know how it like it's I guess it's like a gargle, but like it's also just like I don't even know how I fucking feel about it. It'll just be interesting to see what fuckery happens in uh, Osprey. I'm so ocean spray. Osprey to Keshta tomorrow. Because fuckery's okay. gonna happen. I got two spits, two swallows, and a gargle. Which one do you want? <laughs> uh six like spit. A spit? Um, this is specifically for Vince. I'm spitting Rey Mysterio returning with that weird motorcycle helmet mask. Not the fact that Rey returned, but the mask that he's been wearing as of late and including his, it looks like my face, but with the fucking headphones on. If I, if it was just all black, it's weird. I'll like it. Get your old mask back. What the fuck is with this weird? I don't like the mask. <laughs> so you want to know what I think of every time he wears that mask? And I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Batman without the ears? And Okay, now I it do. Is because... a mask. It is the Muda-type mask, and I'm not feeling it. I don't like it on Muda I, either. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, it looks better on Muda than it does on Ray. But I, <laughs> every time he wears it, I think he looks like Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Or just like one of the apes from the Planet of the Apes movies. That's all I kept thinking about yesterday. Fair. I, I don't know it. why. Because it's just like the way it's like, it just like cuts. It's like it's too high on the cheek and like too low or yeah, too low on the brow. And it only like shows like a little bit of his eyes and like down here. I don't know, but that's all I kept thinking about. I do like the gray goatee hanging out though. I'll give him that. Well, yeah, because Ray's old, guys. We gotta, we gotta admit it. <laughs> it might be <laughs> fucked up. That's what it looked like to me. And I stand by that. I mean, if you get a picture and you put them side by side, I, I definitely could see it. I could definitely see it. Maybe yeah. we could maybe we could cut a picture of Ray Mysterio in that mask and like put him on a horse. <laughs> no. <laughs> um Yeah. I, swallow. I, I understand. Um, um, what do I even have left? I'm going to swallow. Cody not taking any shit from Paul Heyman. <laughs> Let me go. Cody Rose does his thing. And Paul's Paul Heyman's bitch ass comes out with some, like, three New York City officers who were released or like off duty and he was like but they might have been fired but we don't want to talk about that that's not the thing which like why are you letting these cops in you guys aren't even in new york where are you at yes matt would you like to know what i wrote down please so i was like why the fuck did cody just defeat waller with nine minutes in the show left because time stamps um mm -hmm. paul shows up with security and or hitmen and cody grabs a chair I guess they're suspended NYPD officers, which means they could both be hitmen and or security guards. 
I mean, factual. Who the who the fuck brings off duty suspend? First off, suspended makes me think shady shit. And then from NYPD to San Jose, you couldn't find some suspended San Jose police officers. I guarantee you fucking could have. Anyway. There's probably a lot of them. Come on now. But yeah, like, so him coming out with suspended off duty NYPD, Cody sitting his ass in the chair in the middle of the ring. Paul's like, Do you mind? I'm like, getting in the ring. Cody's like, No. Like, no, no. Did I mind? You're not allowed in. Fuck off. No, I was, I was, oh. I wasn't. Cody, it's like, no. Oh, no. I thought you were I wasn't, trying. No, I was not. I thought you were trying to Kanye. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but like, then he said, next person who takes a step towards me, I don't care who the fuck it is, is getting beat the hell up. And Cody was true on his word. Because Paul's like, not me, right? And he's like, I mean you too, bitch. And he's just, he threw a chair at the one officer's face. Started beating people up with chairs. Paul Heyman doesn't know how a three-way call works, so he has both the Roman phone and the Dwayne phone. He's like, call Roman Reigns. Call The Rock. And he's talking to them both like this. Because, you know. Which, mind you, do you think, A, they actually... Okay, do you think he actually calls them? Do you think they actually answer? And can they actually fucking hear him if they answer? No, no, and no. However, (laughs) a lot of people gave him shit for not knowing. I appreciate the fact that Paul Haven's priorities are like, Roman gets his own phone, Dwayne gets his own phone. If either of them need to contact me, I know exactly which phone is being called. These are the only people that are called. I'm sure he's got a third phone for everyone else. But this is the Roman phone. Text calls, it is only Roman. The Rock phone has a Brahma bull on it, so you can yep. identify it. <laughs> I also like sorry. how he like, angrily begged Cody to withdraw his challenge. Like, How are you going to ask somebody to do something but angrily, angrily pissed <laughs> off? Like, Of course he's going to say no. Um, you yeah, know, I, I enjoyed Please. that whole thing. But do not challenge the rock. Like, fuck off, Paul Riss. You should have told the rock to keep his fucking hands off me. Um, shouldn't have been all right, that means gargle, swallow, or spit. One of each left. Uh, gargle. I see title picture with Gunther. We talked about Gunther. our hopes for the IC title picture, but as of right now. Sammy beats Shin, talks about a spot at Mania finding him. Imperium walks by, then Sammy nods his head and smirks. I don't want Sammy versus, like, I don't want Sammy versus Gunther for the IC title at Mania. Uh, Gunther then talks about, Gunther talks about beating Jay and his title run before Judgment Day come out to confront Imperium. And it seems like maybe either Dom is going to go after Gunther for the IC title or Damian Priest might cash in the money in the bank, which, hey, that's, I guess in the same vein of going down to NXT and cashing in on Dragonoff. So like kind of a win for me either way. My point's still valid if he does that he couldn't <laughs> compete with the top guys. That's why he went down because they didn't book him to be there. Um uh one could argue that Gunter is a top guy. 
But once he drops that title and he starts challenging for the world title, then yes, I will agree. It's still a mid card title. Uh, I know you're happy that Chad's like, I want Gunther. Chad wants in this. Jay Jay's not done. He's still pissed about last week. I think there's only one thing we can do. I see title match ladder. Let's go. It's WrestleMania. Uh, I also enjoyed that Drew came out and he's like, I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, you deserved everything that happened to you, Jay. <laughs> like, you deserved all of this. Drew is on a whole nother level. And I, I, this. <laughs> I guess I, I guess we're here because that was my swallow was Drew just like being Drew, continuing to troll Punk, even though Punk's at home like post-surgery trying to heal up. He's just still <laughs> talking his shit while he's calling out Seth. Drew Magic. begs Seth to stay out of the bloodline business. He's like, listen, listen, listen. These bloodline motherfuckers have fucked everything. I just want I just want a chance one-on-one to beat you and take your title. Do not start shit with them because they will show up and they will fuck up my match. They will fuck up my... They're going to hit you. They're going to cost me it. It's going to be a DQ. Don't do this, Seth. You have no reason to. Like, mind... I'm your business. Mind your business. <laughs> I'm your business. Uh, that's like a that's, hold on, I'm writing that down. That's like a pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> and then Seth says some risks are worth taking. Uh we gotta fight. Now, how pissed <laughs> you think Drew Finn about to be come Monday when he finds out about this goddamn tag team match? <laughs> oh, he's gonna be so mad. Oh, he's gonna be pissed. He's gonna be mad, mad. And I'm kind of okay with it. Angry Drew hit different, you know? Fair. It's nice. You got anything else? Um, Just a l- little bit of love to uh, Eddie Kingston. He he may have lost in the tag team match with FDR against the BBC. But, like, he gets to fight. Danielson, the All-American Nightmare Dragon, Jake Long, Brian Danielson to be exact, for I don't even know which title, possibly all three. It's I don't know. But I get I'm gonna get that match. It's like, yeah. And he's still got hella beef with Claudio. It's always on site with them, and I love that. Always. Okay, okay. Uh my last spit is the fact that Dunn beat up or Brooks beat up Dunn and now he thinks he can go step to fucking Obafemi. Like this is not these are not equals, uh Brooks Jensen, B squared's child. Like <laughs> your your bar buddy and your little your your friendly spat because he told you you had no balls to go find him and then you found him does not mean you can step to motherfucking Obafemi. Continental title, but like, is that all three? Uh-uh. Or the new one. Uh-uh. It is the Continental, the IHOP Continental Breakfast Championship. Yeah, and it was won in a Red Robin tournament. <laughs> True. Okay. But I still don't know if that's yeah. all three or just the new one. Uh, I mean, going along with that, I will side swallow your spit. The Slight face off between Dragonoff and Olavemi. Okay. That match, I would be so fucking down for. That would be crazy. 
I kind of just want that for my own personal self, just to see what happens. You know? Fair. Fair. Katie, what was your favorite show this week? Um, I'm be honest. I got a contract signing. I got women. I got Sean Spears returning. I think Matt's in the same boat. I'm going NXT. <laughs> NXT, the best show of the week, as per the Magna Raw podcast. The Don, baby. The Don wins every time. Hell Except yeah. for, we'll see, at Roadblock. If he does. Roadblock cool. games rise. <laughs> Don't cock block me at roadblock. Do not. Katie, please tell me where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, KatieRasson13. Link to my bad ticket, all things Sheila Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheila Showcase and YouTube.com slash Sheila Showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Patreon.com slash Sheila Showcase. I'm going to try and do something this week for there. I'm trying to like work things out in my brain so we'll see what happens. A new story time will be up this week as well. Um, yeah, I know. I'm bringing that back. I'm going to do the first time I went to Survivor Series. Because I have the new Survivor Series. And I always forget about that. Because I was a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like but I didn't know. <laughs> it's like he knew, but he didn't know. And to prove it, I have an old-ass ticket. And I have an actual physical fucking ticket to this goddamn show. So, I'll talk about that. In the newest one, I haven't filmed it yet. I'll probably film tomorrow. We're out this week, um, and yeah, we're doing something fun tomorrow. But he'll tell you about that. You guys can follow me on Twitter at MattRiddleZMATTRDDER for your wrestling content at Getting Off for your horror content. Getting Off will be live tomorrow, 11 p.m. Central, midnight Eastern for those of you in the future. With a brand new look and feel to the show, we are bringing what works here and making it work there. I will talk more about that tomorrow, but we'll be spitting or swallowing the entire Resident Evil franchise with the Will Gray and Justin from the Get Show podcast, we believe. Um, you guys can follow me everywhere else on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Blue Sky at Smackin' It Raw. Shout out to Sam, uh, who followed me on Instagram today, who I met at a gas station filling up my car, who saw this awesome Survivor Series shirt, started talking to me about wrestling. I mentioned the podcast. He wanted to check it out. So, Sam, if you're listening to this, it was nice meeting you today. Thank you. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed the show and what we do here. And if you do, and you're also a horror fan, again, tomorrow, getting off. Come get off with me and Katie and Will and Just. Um, or Miss Katie Kinsey, baby. I am the patron saint of podcast and the warden, Matt Ritter. And this has been your number one wrestling podcast on places you can find people having sex on the internet.